Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be gym romance, the social dangers of pursuing non-fitness interests within a fitness community. Now, those of us who go to the gym regularly, uh, we spend a lot of time there, maybe not as much as we do uh, work and uh, school, uh, certainly not home, but it might be the third or fourth uh, most visited place uh, for us. Usually, uh, it's also a place where we have uh, some of the greatest rest periods in a public environment. Obviously, when you're at home, you have a lot of time to rest, but it's not a public place, so you're not around other people. Office, school, you're there to work. Um, the gym, you're there to work out too, and that's part of the point-counterpoint empowering the opposition style here uh, that we'll get into. But if you're lifting heavy, assuming that's, you know, that's your goal, um, you'll have plenty of rest periods, plenty of time to socialize uh, between sets. And the question is, should you? Uh, making friends at the gym, I think, is a more socially accepted, uh, acceptable practice. Um, but looking for romance at the gym comes with a lot of different uh, sort of uh, minefields that you might have to navigate through. <clears throat> First, we can start by talking about the benefits and that you're there to work out. That other person that you might be attracted to is also there to work out. So at minimum, there is some overlap in values in that uh, you both value fitness, perhaps to differing degrees, but nevertheless, you're both there at the gym. So you both value uh, fitness to a certain degree. And then, of course, you can strike up a conversation, figure out to what degree you both value fitness. So at least at minimum, you have a starting point. It's a, it's a great icebreaker. You know, both go to the same gym. Uh, why not get a post-workout meal together, you know, and, and get to know each other in that kind of way? You know, it makes a lot of sense, especially because uh, the other areas, you know, uh, it's generally frowned upon um, to seek romantic relationships in a professional environment where your job is to be productive. And I'm talking about school uh, and the office. Uh, coffee shops, you know, other sort of public parks, you know, places like that. Um, it's more of a crapshoot, I would imagine, just because, you know, uh, there's no shared interest there. Someone can just be walking through, uh, at least with the gym, there's a clear shared interest. If nothing else, we can talk about fitness. And I know uh, I might be one of the uh, minorities here, but... I do love talking about fitness. I can talk for hours about fitness, and I can listen for hours about fit fitness too. So <clears throat> for someone like myself, perhaps a uh, relationship that stems from uh, the gym may be a beneficial one. However, in true impairing the opposition form, uh, I've been thinking about this conversation for quite some time now. One of the major drawbacks to a gym romance is the shared interest. Do you want to uh, bring pleasure into a place of business? Now, it's, it's a place of personal and fitness business. Um, you're there to work out. Uh, and it's already difficult to find motivation to work out most of the time anyway. 
So if the relationship doesn't work out, you know you're going to see them and they're going to see you at the gym. Are you now less motivated to go to the gym and now you have one more excuse, one more reason to not go to the gym and build yourself up to be the strongest, fastest, uh, you know, best endurance, whatever your goals might be, um, healthiest, I should have started with that, right, healthiest person you could be uh, by going to the gym. Now, gym romances, uh, certainly, you know, the, the honeymoon stage, uh, at least common sense would suggest that the honeymoon stage um, is reached pretty quickly because, you know, you have a shared interest, you, you, especially the first few days, first few hours. I'm sure you have a lot to talk about, you know, bench press uh, techniques, squat techniques, um, what kind of stance, what kind of posture is best, uh, injuries, you know, if you've been working out long enough. Um, Injuries are a fun topic of a conversation. Oh, my, my my body moves like this, but it can't move like that anymore. It used to be able to. And then your uh, date might chime in. Yeah, my body used to be able to do this. And now it can't. Such and such injury, such and such date. So you might get the impression that you're vibing really well. <coughs> and this is one of the drawbacks, too, to a gym romance is that you get this impression that you have a lot more in common than you might actually have in common. You see, when there's a shared interest, perhaps you know, in a school setting, a shared major, right? Um, uh, in an office setting, a shared task or a shared uh, position within the organization. Initially, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss, and it gives the impression of emotional and intellectual and spiritual intimacy, when in reality, it just happens to be that you have some shared interests um, and you're talking about those interests at, at, at first launch, first date. And now you might run out of things to talk about. Okay, so with the gym, we're done talking about fitness. We're talking about injuries and future goals, future competitions, future shoots that we have coming up. Now what? You see, the fall from that particular uh, level of grace could be a big one because you've built that, uh, well, it's not a relationship yet, you've just been a couple, on a couple of dates, but <clears throat> you've built that relationship, that potential relationship up so big in your head because you've been vibing so much over conversing about the gym, over fitness, over injuries, over future goals, fitness-related um, that switching to a different topic now might feel like a major letdown. In fact, it might not be a major letdown. It might not be a letdown at all. It just might be how you know uh, conversations naturally progress. So when you have a shared interest to begin with, one that you're particularly passionate about, when it's time to move on to different subjects, you might find that uh, the person that you're on this date with <clears throat> is passionate about very different things than what you're passionate about. And perhaps the only thing you have in common is the gym, is fitness. So in true empowering the opposition form, we've covered sort of the pros and the cons of gym romance. Um, the pro side, it, it's, you know, shared interest. It uh, It's really low stakes. I mean, you guys... Uh, you're both there at the gym. 
uh, you could tell more or less the way that someone looks at you, the way that you look at someone uh, someone else. If you guys are vibing, then you can hit it off potentially. Uh, and it might be something that works out. Maybe you find that you have a lot more in common than just the gym. And of course, in true empowering the opposition form, the counterpoint of that would be that you hit it off so well, too well, in fact, to begin with, that when it's time to move on to different subjects to, uh, to converse about, uh, different things to do, all of a sudden you find that it's a huge letdown. And now you actually have to get to know the person. You thought you knew this person. This person was your soulmate. Just because, you know, you guys have the same mentality when it comes to fitness. But once you realize uh, that they have different opinions on different things, different ways of uh, thinking when it comes to different things, you might realize that you're not soulmates anymore and maybe you shouldn't have gone out on the, uh, gone out on that date in the first place. So it's a complex topic, of course. Um, yeah, I've never been the type to sort of tell people what to do. I think my track record with relationships speaks for themselves um, or speaks for itself, I should say. Um, so probably not the best person to take relationship advice from. So I like to just... You know, consider the differing viewpoints there. Now, if you can sort of see someone who might potentially have more in common with you than just the gym alone, um, and maybe it's because of a shirt that they're wearing, maybe they like the same football team, um, you know, maybe you're into uh, NASA stuff and the person that you're uh, wanting to talk to is wearing a NASA shirt too, um, and now not only do you have see eye to eye on the gym, but you also see eye to eye on space exploration, let's say. <clears throat> but again, that's just two subjects, but um, it takes a lot to build uh, relationship and intimacy, emotional, intellectual, spiritual intimacy together. So um, the gym could be a good starter point, or it could be a really bad false impression of... Uh, just how well you and your uh, date might be matched. You might get the false impression there. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. <laughs>